Sean Carter was born December 4th, weighing in at 10 pounds, 8 ounces. He was the last of my four children, the only one who didn't give me any pain when I gave birth to him. And that's how I knew that he was a special child. They say they never really miss you till you dead or you gone So on that note I'm leaving after the song So you ain't gotta feel no way about Jay so long But at least let me tell you why I'm this way Hold on, I was conceived by Gloria Carter and Adonis Reeves Who made love under the sycamore tree Which makes me a more sicker MC And my mama would claim At 10 pounds when I was born I didn't give her no pain so through the years I gave her her fair share I gave her first real scare I made it for birth when I got here She knows my purpose wasn't purpose I ain't perfect, I care But I feel worthless Cause my shirts wasn't matching my gear Now I'm just scratching the surface Cause what's buried under there Was a kid torn apart once his pop disappeared I went to school, got good grades Could behave when I wanted But I had demons deep inside That were raised when confronted Hold on Sean was a very shy child growing up He was into sports And a funny story is at four, he taught himself how to ride a bike. A two-wheel at that. Isn't that special? But I noticed the change in him when me and my husband broke up. Now all the teachers couldn't reach me and my mama couldn't beat me hard enough to match the pain of my pop not seeing me so. With that disdain in my membrane, got on my pimp game, fuck the world, my defense came. Then the Haven introduced me to the game Spanish Jose introduced me to Kane I'm a hustler now My gear is in and I'm in the in crowd And all the wavy light-skinned girls are loving me now My self-esteem went through the roof, man, I got my swag Got a vocal from this girl when the man got back Plus I hit my mama with cash from a show that I had Supposedly knowing nobody paid jazz, whack ass I'm getting ahead of myself by the way I could rap Back in second to me moving is crack Give me a second, I swear I would say about my rap career To 96 King, niggas, I'm here Goodbye Sean used to be in the kitchen Beating on the table and rapping And um, the wee hours of the morning And then I brought him a boombox And his sisters and brothers said That he would drive them nuts But that was my way To keep him close to me And out of trouble Goodbye to the game, all the spores, the adrenaline rush Your blood boils, you in a spot, knowing cops can rush Yeah, you in the drop, you so easy to touch No two days are alike, except the first and fifteen pretty much And trust, here's a word you seldom hear from us Hustle us, we don't sleep, we rest one eye up And the drought can define a man when the well dries up You learn to work the water, without work you thirst till you die, yep And niggas get tied up for product, the little brothers Ring fingers get cut up to show mothers, they really got them And this is the stress I live with, till I decide to try this rap shit for a living I pray I'm forgiven For every bad decision I've made Every sister I've played Cause I'm still paranoid to this day And it's nobody fault I made the decisions I've made This is the life I chose Or rather the life that chose me And you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me when I fade to black If you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me when I fade to black Now if you can't respect that Your whole perspective is whack Maybe you love me when I fade to black you can't respect that, you hold respect for respect. Maybe you love me when I fade.
Another fresh one. The late rumors be back. Sorry for the delay. Happy holidays. It's a Friendsgiving. I'm not sure if this is quite our Friendsgiving episode. This is not the Friendsgiving episode, but we in December now, so yeah. we, uh, we, uh, to, not to quote an old episode, but we keeping it pushing. We keeping it pushing. And we As just always, good branded. You already know. You already know who it is. OGEs at Inwees on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, AKA Vape Tovin, AKA the Bon Appetit Bull, AKA Matisse Highball, AKA Matisse Thighball, because I am a thigh bull. You know what I'm saying? AKA. AKA what? Oh, one more. <laughs> That's you got one more. I don't got no more, man. It's all good, man. Why um, the King? Yeah. Write your own. Um, I'm pouring rosé into a, a Coronita bottle right now, just to keep the show rolling. I want to talk to you about. I'm heavy. I'm gonna start to show off. I'm gonna start to show off heavy uh, West Coast love. Shout out to the marathon. Shout out to all money in the marathon pop up. It's been in um, NYC this weekend, starting this past Friday, Black Friday. Um. The theme was uh, Slauson, like he said, we in December. Slauson Bruce was a uh, black Santa. He looked cool. Shout out to Jorge Paniche. Um, shout out to Hoggy Hustle. Uh, speaking of Hoggy Hustle, I, I really wanted to jump into that too. What's that? Uh, All Money In, BH, Boss Hustle, AKA um, Lil Boss Hustle 2, AKA Nip Hustles. Uh, one of his, one of his brodies, one of his main brodies, his everyday homies, was on uh, No Jumper with Adam Twenty Two. Okay. Just breaking shit down, giving people feedback, and you know, really keeping it G for real, keeping it a buck, really not wanting to be there, but being there for the culture. So, shout out to Boss Hustle too. Um, for me, it was big that he was there because. I'm, like I said, I'm into that shit. I'm following it. He has some highlights for me. I'm going to jump right into those, too. For all y'all who want to hear it, I'm sure you've been following it. Um, the game been posting heavy nip. And I've been waiting for somebody from nip camp to just give me some feedback. So, um, early on, the boss hustle had said he had tweeted some stuff at game and uh, whack 100, how they was on some nut shit. He redressed it on uh, No Jumper. He saying that, you know, basically I'm an honor Nip. Nip felt like game was cool. He appreciated him for bringing him on tour. So he he basically said that, yeah, game is a clown for all the shit he doing, but, you know, he guess he cool. He going to keep it cool on behalf of Nip. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> That's a tough one because, I mean, we all recognize that game is a clown. And it's like, yeah. but if he going hard for Nip and that's genuine, I mean, I mean, if it's, you know what I mean? If it's not genuine, it's, I don't know, it's just, you know what I mean? He not shitting on Nipsey Hussle, so it's like, you gotta, you know what I mean? He not shitting on him, but is he exploiting him? I, I mean, is he exploiting him if he's not monetarily gaining he off He is of, monetarily gaining. He's gaining off of the fan base, but he's not he's gaining, gaining off of telling off people of, to go to the marathon store. He say, he's do he own part of that shit, man? He owns, he dropped a t-shirt line in a record company called Prolific Records. Right, but... This is what started all this with, with Hoggy Hustle. Okay. And, like, and this is why he's saying that game is a clown. He basically was like, dog, 
Bow. And he basically said, game, you could say whatever you want to say, but if Nip was alive, you wouldn't be doing none of this shit. So right, but that's why now. he is doing that, though. So that's yeah. why you got to and, like, and that's why Paul's niggas is on his head, too. Right. And so, you know. But him but him bigging up Nipsey's home people to go to the Maritime store and shit, and that's... That don't that don't feed him. That help his that help Nip and his family. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. But the prolific shit. The, the prolific shit is for him. But it's like I mean, uh, you know. Dog, it don't look good. It don't look that don't look good. But the game feels entitled, and like I said, Nip had a lot of love for it. Nip. Knew what his career was going to be. That don't mean people got it. People still got to prove you. I always tell my niggas, you know. We was we was doing our thing in your underground rap thing in Philly. I always tell my niggas, y'all still gotta be you. I'ma be me and I gotta be me too, all the way to the fullest, that's sure. But when you on a team, when you in an army, it's roles for all soldiers, it's roles for niggas as leaders. Like we all don't do the same thing for the victory. No pun intended, but for uh BH, BH just was like on another note. He didn't fuck with, he like, dog, you got whack 100 out here saying all kind of shit. Adam 22 was like, yeah, how did you feel when when uh, whack 100 was on, whack 100 went on, um, I think I reported this on the last uh, episode, whack 100 went on No Jumper, and he was talking about Nip, and he was saying how whatever happened to Nip, as that's what was supposed to happen, that was gang business, that's how it was supposed, whatever happened was, that's how it was supposed to be. And Hoggy Hustle was like, game, this your manager. First of all, this nigga talking about L.A. gangbanging, and he from the Valley, and don't nobody know him. And game, you got this nigga repping you, and you keep saying you cool with it. And that's why B.H. Shot, B.H. was like, nigga, you out here looking crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And in a different circumstance, he it would be different measures. That's what basically what Hoggy's saying. So, <clears throat> I mean, shout out to the... The whole all money in, like I said, man. If you, I mean, by the time we drop this episode, if you didn't get a chance to check out the pop up, it'll probably be going today is the last day, it's December first. Um, we try to get this out to you tonight, by or by Monday morning. Um, yeah, man. Speaking of the game, you listen to Born to Rap. I listen to Born to Rap, man. I'm, I'm, and I was fucking mad that it was actually good. Well, I did not fuck with it. And I'm going to pull it up, too, because I want to tell y'all. I want to tell y'all the track list. You got the track listen up? No, I can pull it up. I got it. I got it. But the game, the game dropped Born to Rap, I think on Thanksgiving or the day before. Um, the shit is fucking solid. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's solid. The game can really rap. That, and that's when you want to get back to a point where, like, if the game was rapping like this when Hove was rapping, was giving you volume one, volume two, volume three. Because Hove is really that rapper, like niggas say, not to bring this back to him, Hove is really that rapper where niggas believe every one of his words. And I'm segueing for, for some information my nigga E's going to drop on y'all. But Hove is a dude... Who I always tell niggas I measure Hove by his outputs and his outcomes and the shit he's saying. He he really accomplished a lot of the shit that he put on wax that he said he was going to accomplish. With that said, Hove, I mean a lot of shit with Hove is is questionable. Like he said, he came out on reasonable doubt. So if you can't prove him on it, then he's he's unscathed. Like that's his whole mo. Mm-hmm. So like, but we always took all everything Hove said more than likely as the truth. Like you, even if you're not analyzing it that way, you still like, oh this is Hove. Oh, this is this is whole. This is true. So, 
Like the game, if the game came earlier in his career, but the game came in 06, the on the onslaught of like celebrity, like real TV, reality TV. So the game is like a perfect rapper for that time. With that said, what did E say? Most of us depict the game as a clown. If he does get his music listened to, it's actually just because he's really good. But you can't take shit in his music at face. You got to take it all at face value. Like you can't take it deep. You can't be explaining the game's bars. Like you can't give me game quotables. You just gonna tell me, damn, I heard his shit. I like his shit. Right. I mean, it's the same. It's damn near the same thing with Rick Ross, though. No, the thing about Rick Ross is that and they I don't, neither you, one of them is introspective. Rick Ross is more introspective than the game. Barely. Okay. But I can give you Rick Ross introspective Jones and just give me a few minutes to to because I wasn't thinking but that. But I'm you just took saying though, it's just I don't know. But I feel you, they in the same light. I feel you. They in the same light, but within that, at least Rick Ross strives to be more truthful. Teflon too or yeah. Born a Rat. Which one is that? Ooh. Which one was better this year? Ooh, see, I can't do that. Teflon Don too is a. Uh, it's early. Oh, it's, it's just too early. I mean, no, we, Porter Miami too. He didn't drop. I mean, Porter, Porter Porter Miami, Miami too. too. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I don't know. Rick Ross. See, think Ross getting older. His age showed he has some health issues. He really couldn't roll it out the way I think he should have rolled it out. And the fact that Ross don't tour that. People like to see Ross in the element of his music. I feel he like he toured it. I went to the Ross shit. No, it was light though. Even I know. Yeah, it was light. Yeah, it's not a tour to me. He just did a couple <laughs> shows. He did a promo. I him. mean, I went to the Port of Miami two tour, so mm-hmm. it's like, I, yeah. <laughs> it was light though. <laughs> yes. So I'm, let me let me get back to you on that. Let me. I don't want to rank. I know you. it's too early. I, it's I, too early. I didn't even listen to Born to Rap. But I feel yet, you. I, I heard. Feel you, I feel you in that analogy of. I feel you putting that comparison in the game. He is like that. But what I say about Ross. Like I always tell you, Ross was able to use his whatever limited truth he did have, he was able to flip it and he destroyed 50. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like he made 50 reinvent himself. And so 50 got sharp from that because he had a sharp opponent. You know what I'm saying? But now 50's out here like, damn, I'm in another lane. You know why he's in that lane? Because Ross got him out of this lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And that's a fact. And that's no slight to 50 because 50 shit was running his course because 50, once again, has a questionable launch pad, even though it was successful, people was not all the way. Like, you got niggas like Murder Inc., for example, and I'm going to get it. We, we segwaying really smoothly today because I want to talk to you about Irv Gotti on Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. But you, 50 Cent is a rising up in the era of where niggas like Irv Gotti been in the game since the 80s. He was the young DJ nigga in there. He's from the Bronx. You feel what I'm saying? He's from... With, He's from the Queens. He's from New Rochelle. He played down in the... He, he hung in the Bronx. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, he's from where hip-hop is from. <clears throat> the game is 40 years old. He's saying that Born to Rap is his final final album. He got 18 years in the game. And he, half of them is not... It, half of his 18 years, he got nine number ones. Albums. And so... And from the game's eyes, and, and people can't relate to the game, just like people can't relate to whole, but the game is probably uh the game is probably overshadowed by Snoop, but in his eyes he probably thinks he's more hard body. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The game is probably more overshadowed by like a Dr. Dre, but he's like, yo, I got nine number one albums. That's fifty cent of my career. If I was if I was in baseball, I'm Mickey Mantle. You know what I'm saying? I'm Hank Aaron. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Any other sport, 
doing this other than rap, seeing rap niggas check your persona. You know what I'm saying? Like, speaking of that, and when you, I think we, uh, yeah, like something. Yeah, like something. Did we talk about, did we talk about Drake as the uh, GOAT? Damn, that's crazy. This boy's reading my mind today because I didn't want to use Drake's name when I talk about personas, but that's the first person I was thinking about. Because <clears throat> we, uh, we didn't talk about that. Um, how they said, uh, I think like somebody like academics or some shit dropped the stat that said Drake was in the top, I want to say 200, but I want to say top 10. Yeah, he was in the top, he was in the, in top, the top 100 top, for like ever since he came out. Right, but it, it was like the top 10, I want to say it was top 10, mm-hmm. but I want to say it had to be hot 100. If it's hot 100, either or. It was Yo, Ease is broadcasting. He got two chains when he fresh off the little baby, the baby concert, not the baby. He got his gold band on a day. He OG Golden Ease today. He Golden Era Ease today. You know what I'm saying? I just want to tell y'all. I'm waiting for him to if, roll up his sleeve to check his timepiece. Like, you know if saying? it's 500, if it's 520 weeks in a decade, they said that they said that Drizzy was on the charts. Top, yeah. Like the Hot 100, uh, top 10 for 472 of them. Right. And that doesn't include 30 that sicko mode was like in the right. top 10. She's in love with who I am. And sicko mode is Travis Scott's song, but it don't it don't say it's featuring Drake, but obviously right. Drake is on there. So right. that nigga was on the charts for like 98% of the day. And don't say Drake was on there because his boss wouldn't clear that. Good music would not clear that record. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess. Not, nigga, that's in the midst of a beef. You None know? of the tracks had features, though. Right. You think it was just all they did at all just for... On the strength of Travis. You could pay him. He ain't man. Like, we could do this for you, Travis. If you cash this out on this side, we let you have one. This shit first. This not his first album, but, you know, it was a major album release for him. How you feel about Astro World? I feel like you... To, to your point, though... To your point, though, mm-hmm. yo, to your young thug point, because I got on you, because this is how this is how much I'm going to hold to my point about Ross. I just feel like Ross, for the time, was culturally relevant what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he taught it, Ross taught us so much in what he was doing about the legal game, about, about yeah, I'm you Rick Ross, but I'm Rick Ross the facade. I'm Rick Ross the straw man. I'm using the straw man you wasn't using for 20 years, and now you out of the statue of limitation. Like, he's teaching us, he's teaching us Trump shit, loophole. Man, light a L, because you made me Light a blunt, light a W. You, light but a you w, made me man. tight when you said Young Thug over Rick Ross, and Young Thug... I went back, I looked. Young Thug got more number ones than Rick Ross. Of course he did. He got a lot more than Rick Ross. So... We just gonna go ahead and say Young Thug over Rick Ross. <laughs> you giving it the consensus, cause no, I go back and do my research. Nothing that I ever say is finite. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm. I like to think that I'm well read. I come across a lot of information, and so I like. I don't make judgments on it, but I pass the information. And so when you give me some information, I'm like, yo, you know, I gotta consider that. But I'm calling you crazy in the moment because I'm like, do you know what Ross did? Just like I'm telling you right now. Even you gotta take niggas good. You can't take they bad, dog. Because <laughs> Fifty was a giant out here, and Ross was not. And Ross has still done nothing like Fifty has done. But Ross did get Fifty out of here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if Fifty right. was a bully, he can't bully Ross. Ross done put three, four niggas on in the like Fifty can't put Banks in the Fifty put Banks in them on early in his career. 
But like you look at Meek Mill, Meek Mill been on he been more successful than Louis Banks his whole career. Over for a longer career. You know what I'm saying? Or you look at Wale been more successful than Tony Yeo than a young buck. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So even gunplay, nigga, like who gunplay is still MMG, still releasing shit, you know what I'm saying? Irrelevant. These niggas been out since that point, 05. They had a longer run than G Unit, that's what I'm saying. G Unit's run, the unit. Is running his power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of long runs, man, how was the baby show? The baby show, once again, I had another experience. First of all, shout out to Uber for offering uh, comfortable rides now instead of just the Uber X. Shout out to this strand. So, we off the banana muffin. Pineapple muffin. Excuse me. I'm thinking banana muffin. <laughs> um... But yeah, so shout out to UberX for the comfortable ride. You pay a couple dollars more, you get to, you know what I mean? You don't get that chatty driver. You get to tell them to be quiet. <laughs> it's comfortable. It ain't no, they not going to peel off on me because I'm taking 10 minutes to get my shit together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I was supposed to give you the track list from Born to Rap, and now I'm checking in. Yeah. Yo, the shit come on with Ed Sheeran on the first joint. That right. shit was he, hard. So Ed Sheeran come hard. in, he, st- he started and he closed it. No smoke, hard. Uh, five, $500 candles featuring Dom Kennedy, hard. Um, Carmen Electra, hard. Dead Homies featuring Red Cafe. Somebody asked me, um, why how did Red Cafe make the album? I said, look at his name. He's a blood. <laughs> Clearly, he didn't get too he made the album and Red Cafe is one of the illest ghostwriters of the of the tens and of the you know of the decades. So once again, Dom Dom Kennedy's on there twice within four tracks of each other. Gold Daytona's tough. Um, Welcome home featuring my guy Nip Hustle, amazing song. Um, oh, the Code featuring Twenty One Savage, tough. Just giving you some highlights. Um, Gangsters make the girls go wild featuring Chris Brown, tough. Blood Thicker Than Water featuring Trey Songs, Tough. Cross on Jesus Back featuring D Smoke, the nigga, the winner of Rhythm and Flow, Tough. This 25 Jones <laughs> in the end, the 25 Jones on the game, John. I want game, whack 100 and these niggas been talking so much shit, they need to worry about the rollout of their fucking album. So this how I know shit is real. Cause the game got a classic. Oh shit, I didn't want to write this song featuring Marsha Ambrosia. Tough. Yeah, he got a lot of tracks on Marsha Ambrosia, so. Tough. So, just to give it to you again, check it to the game. John City of Sin, No Smoke, $500 Candles, Delight, Carmen Electra, Dead Homies, Gold Daytona's, West Side, 40 Ounce Love, Gucci Flip Flops, Born to Rap is the title track, Welcome Home featuring Nipsey Hussle, Help Me, I Didn't Want to Write This Song, The Code featuring 21. Stay Down featuring Bryson Tiller. Hug the Block, Axe for Me, Stainless featuring Anderson Pac. Um, I told you to join Chris Brown, Blood Thicker Than Water, Trick Songs, Rewind 2. I don't fuck with. This is what I wanted to get to. He did Rewind 2. The bullet goes back in the gun. The bullet, the John Nas did on Stomatic. He rapped the whole John like that. He's paying, it's too close. Once again, he's it's too close to paying homage and biting at the same time. It's too much of showing love, like you dropping. It's too much duality in that. But I see where you're going. Oh, once again, too, One Life featuring my nigga Jay Stone and Masigo. So, um, 
But like it's a couple joints. Like he give it's I forget the there's the one joint when y'all hear it. He 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 giving me a whole big pun verse, like the whole verse. Like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Fat Joe. But Fat Joe in his forties is just gonna let niggas have it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. The game is really a young nigga who was studying the era before him who emerged. You feel what I'm saying? Who was lucky he he like a Joe Buttons was lucky to gain relevance off of getting in the beef with Hov early on in his career. You know what I'm saying? And so and, and like I said, like he, he came the documentary was a classic, so you come in, in bottle caps. You come in you come in to impress you come in to impress and um, you know, your first impression lasts. But uh born and rap. That's it on the game though. So how was the baby concert? The baby show last night. The baby was in uh, the city. Um, but I, like I said, I shout out to Uber for the comfort, the comfort ride, the comfortable ride. That shit was love. Right. Um, but my pregame once again was too strong. I got to the show like nine something. <laughs> this nigga was already out. Like yeah, shit, he, he, start, po- he he trying to get the fuck home. Niggas be really finessing yeah. these concert bag. Well, I mean, maybe but some niggas. Just, Maybe it's just I'm from a different era. I'm used to shows starting at eight. Okay, go ahead. Let me hear you. If a show started at eight thirty, I'm not expecting the artist to perform until ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? I come from that era. Right. Like by ten thirty, I'm on my way back home. Like yes, sir. I had to make I had to make another play, a wholesome play. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, cause I'm you know what I mean. The shit ended too early, and that nigga was performing at no though. Right. Shout so it's like, Noto. and it's like Noto was capacity, and I don't. It looked like he wasn't on until late over there. So what right. did he do in between the show and right. Noto? Because the show was a wrap. What was he just counting the bread? So like, that, if it was that Noto, he only was doing. He he gassed y'all with his. He was there for the club. He, the fact that he gave niggas a couple records. He got at Noto. Yeah. No, I'm saying that. He had a concert, then an after party at Noda. Okay, after party was at Noda. The right. concert was weird. The concert was at Electric Factory, Franklin, Franklin Music Hall. Okay. Sold out show, allegedly. I ran into Mir uh, of Dope Shows. Yeah, shout out to Mir. And he shout said the baby. Shout out, shout I mean, he said Lil, Lil Baby is here uh, December yeah. 26th. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to fuck with that. Okay, that's and okay. I, and, we, and the late bloomers, we want some Dope Shows merch. You we, know what I'm saying? We want, you know, the... The late bloomers, we we plugging you. We support dope shows. We definitely support dope shows. We day one with dope shows. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Mir. Um, it's OGEs. OGEs was at at Lil Baby. I'm going the baby. The, the baby. baby. Lil the baby. baby is coming to 26 to dope the, shows. Dope shows. The baby. I mean, dope shows presents Lil Baby the day after Christmas. Yeah. And we in there. We in. Well, there. I'm definitely in there. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, Fucking the, the baby you gotta was. check ease when he do shit like this. He said the late bloomers need to be in there, right? The late bloomers is in there. You know what I'm saying? We missed the uh, million dollar for game live show. Did you hear anything about that? Uh, we talked about it on our last show. Oh, oh no, we're gonna go. But did you hear anything? Did you go? No, I didn't go. I didn't. Uh, I fuck with Gilly. Shout out to uh, million dollars. Million dollars. The baby show the was game. crazy. The baby has a crazy white following. You know what I'm saying? Like the white people are what make rap music go around right it's now. It's crazy you know that saying? you said that some young Joan who's supposed to be hot says she about to stop performing if 
she about to quit rap because she tired of only white people coming to our coming to her shows. Well, I you, mean, the you, price point don't make sense for black people. Like, black people is poor. Black people can't afford to pay eighty dollars to see the baby for for fucking thirty five. Are minutes. black people poor? Because what is the standing problem? I mean, it's people? not poor, but the the allocation of the funds that you have is not allocated to thirty five minutes with the baby. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you allocating them funds to outfit. You got to allocate funds for outfit for the baby too. So it's like you definitely. You can't you can't run the game. You can't do it up. So and soon as just let me uh, let me fact let me back check and fact check that joint. But I forget her name because she too new. But um, I feel the same way as you. Like this is why people have to pay attention. Why people spend their money on black culture because they enjoy it. You have to focus on the positive. You can't you can't say you want the world to get better and then. You could be educating that white that white base that's that you're attracting, and they're paying to be educated or to be entertained and informed by you. But then you're saying you're going to shun it and just be broke. We don't relate to that as the white boomers. We're not going to make no noise for that. You know what I'm saying? Like end of the day, a lot of shit is going on. But like I said, like I got a lot of friends. A lot of them are white. A lot of the people that I spend a lot of holidays with, a lot of them are white. So it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like. We, we, this is America, Jack. You know what I mean? You got to find your lane. Right. How did you feel about the little baby concert, though? The baby. Excuse me. Is the baby the little baby? I'm glad that them niggas like each other because we fucking Right. If they, did, long, if they didn't like each other, it would definitely be an issue in the right rap game. It right would. Now. It like, would. majorly. They got to get along. They got to get along. You know what I'm saying? But how was the concert, though? The concert was straight. Like I said, I'm just disappointed because when I walked into the concert, I mean, granted, I didn't have to wait in a line or nothing, but this nigga was already on stage, so I don't know how long he was on the stage before I got there, but he wasn't on stage too much longer after we got there, but he did all the hits when I got there, so it's like, what did he come out to? I don't know. Like, I don't know, but he did. He did. I feel like he did most of this shit. And I just found out that he don't like Babysitter, like performing Babysitter. And that's one of my favorite tracks from that nigga. Yeah, I know, Suge. He don't like that joint. Well, Suge, he did Suge. But he What's ain't do all this shit. I'm the type of nigga that's going to love the Babysitter. That's, that's Babysitter. Yeah, well, he don't. He did mention that. He did mention that. But he, um... And then I feel like he got to relax because of that. Because, like, if you... Like, the reason why we still know Whitney Houston is because she was always willing to deal with the bodyguard, John. She mm-hmm. can't say, you know what I'm saying? Or I want to dance with somebody. Even if she tired of it, she do the record. That's what got you here. But you never heard Mike saying, I don't want to do no Thriller records. I don't you know. know. I know. I don't know if he said it. I know, it. nigga. He, I, I remember, dog. I used to have an Ebony and a Jet subscription. That's where you can hear about this shit. Mm-hmm. You listen to WDAS. Shout out to uh, Patty Jackson. Shout out to Lady B, nigga. We know. You never heard this shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You right. ever heard of Mariah but Carey saying... Don't see things like that talking about niggas from that era because no, they wouldn't give you them quotes. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have to get interviewed. I don't know no. I don't know a lot of Michael Jackson interviews. They know about getting... What my point is, niggas, some, some... And I'm not saying this about the baby because I actually respect him because he actually goes hard. He works hard. But what I am saying is that... Them but think about it. When has Michael Jackson done a press run like where he had to go city to city every radio station? You don't have to because he has a big record. So that's the reason why he know he has big records. He knows I can't get tired of my doing my big records because this is the only shit that the people really want to hear from me. Yeah, I'm an artist, but niggas want to hear Billie Jean. 
Niggas want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Niggas right. want to hear We Are The World. They want to hear my shits. I might not fuck with these joints. But when you catch me on the Super Bowl or when you catch me, you know what I'm saying? These are the joints I'm doing. So, I mean. You can't get tired of doing your hits. It's December, dog. So, we got to start talking about it. I don't know how many more episodes we're going to get up. We're going to get a, a end of the year um, episode. But is the baby not the hottest in the game for 2019? Is the baby not the hottest that's what I'm saying. Yeah, who is sure. the who's the hottest in 2019? The baby. The baby. I tried to cop some merch, nigga. I was ready to grab merch, dog. I wanted the hoodie. I was gonna get the hoodie for my stepfather. My stepfather said he wanted a hoodie for Christmas. I was about to get him the baby joint. They only had the Kirk Jones. And I'm like, I mean, is the album that strong that I want Kirk? I'm rocking Kirk. You don't got no comment for that? Oh, because I'm just thinking about the Kirk chain. Right. But, like, that's his last name. Like, you know. That's hard. That's hard. It's hard for him. That wouldn't be hard for Fred. Having the baby jump for Fred in the field is cool. <laughs> like, Kirk is like, niggas going to be like, what? What, what's, what is Kirk? And he ain't going. <laughs> um, so, let's let's talk about uh, Mac Miller. R.I.P. to Mac Miller, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? R.I.P. to Mac Miller, we gonna light one for you right now, my brother. I did a seance for you on my Grammy other night. Um, Apparently, later that night or the next day, people started telling me some shit that Anderson... I don't even know who the other party is. Who did you say? Golink, Golink, Golink. It seemed like it's crazy because Golink is from... Golink is a... I don't know how, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to shit on Gold. I'm not trying to shit on Gold Link. So don't shit on But, uh. I, yo, I just threw up, I think I threw up a Crip sign on live just now. I'm not a Crip. Just been watching heavy, heavy, uh, Rich Rolling. Uh, I've been watching heavy, Rich, Rich Rolling YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, snapping. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, like, oh, so, was. Nip here, nip here. We nip here. I just spilled a rosé. We here. Oh yes. <laughs> the um, who was the uh, who was the who was like a uh, Rayful Edmonds shooter? I don't know. You don't know a shooter. I feel like that's who like Golink Uncle is or some oh, shit for like real? that. Yeah, it's like somebody. Wow. It's somebody in DC wow. who who really got it in. I don't know like if it was like. Rafael Edmund Shooter or another nigga who was like Shout out to Baba Oli. He he moved from that block when he was thirteen. I gotta I gotta I gotta uh, take a take a moment and, and and tap into that. But uh Golink basically said he 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 was he had Mac Miller on his mind too, ironically, but he put out a a, a he called it a friendship post, but it was um I guess their friendship wasn't on, you know what I'm saying? They was at odds and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like don't it, know it's just a I'm gonna read post. this joint to you because what I did was a friendship post, and I don't even me and Mac, like we just did music together, exchange numbers, talked to each other a few times in between each other and, and other people that was in our network directly. Like, and I got a lot of love for that nigga just because you feel what I'm saying. Off the Understood. Shirt. So so look, like, he wrote ahead. he wrote Mac Miller. It was a post with Mac Miller, a picture of Mac Miller on Graham. It said, I'd be lying if I said I was surprised to hear that you died on us. 
Not because you were necessarily troubled, but because you were special and because of that, you were troubled. At your peak, you were the archetypal rapper all of us wanted to be, which was independent. But also just a kid with really bright eyes about life. I'll keep it short because I want to continue our conversation for when it's my time to go. But I think that, I, but I think what made you and I special is that we weren't always on the best of terms. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And they go on about that and say that Mac Miller was the first one to put him on tour. Yeah. And it's just like, it's weird to me. It's like, it's just real reflective and it's real explaining right. the story. But it's like, if everything ain't in good lights with it, and if you ain't addressed that with him, you know what I'm saying, then it's not the time to address it now post post humusly, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's that's all it is, cause I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I mean I keep it a buck. I feel like we've been at odds before, you know what I'm For saying? Sure. This is the Friendsgiving episode. You know what I'm saying? We've been at odds before and not shit. Odds, but we we longer in with them than these type of niggas that's talking. Clearly, but it's just yeah, like if ahead. anything, as a friend, this is I'm right. just saying this friendship. If I ever would post you, if right. you ever would post me, I would I would hope, you know what I'm saying, that we ever if something had ever unexpectedly happened to either one of us in that time, first and foremost, we're not gonna say I'd be lying if I say I was surprised that you're not here with us anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, first of all, that's, that right there is like, that's a red flag. You know what I mean? Right. Because even if you felt like that about me, if you knew that I was on pills and shit like that, you still not going to fucking say that shit on the gram to niggas you don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Like, no matter how much of a live wire nigga I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, however I, however I am as a friend, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? So, that's it right there. He kept, he mentioned Anderson Pac and it, uh, Anderson Pack and this shit a couple times. So, Anderson Pack took the time to respond to that nigga. And he, he said he not even that type of, uh, a nigga. Right. And he said he tried to respond to him in private. And he never responded, so that's why he gave him a public response and shit. And that shit was crazy. Because he basically just said, you know what I mean? Just keep Mac Miller name out your mouth, especially if you're not going. But it was like... That's a fact. That's a fact. It's just weird. It's just weird. Like, you don't... Even if... Because the I, if you read the whole Gold Link post, I don't want to read the whole shit. It didn't come off... As him being jealous and trying to blame to me, but it's not. It's not. It's not proper. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't drop a post of someone and talking about someone like you seeing them and they had their head down. Right. Like, why would I post that? Like, why would I post? I seen you and I mean, like, I don't gotta give the world that story. Like, the world don't need that story, yeah, like, especially if I'm not here no more and the person not there to defend themselves about this story. This is crazy because I don't relate to none of this. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck and I'm going to use my platform. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I do for niggas who are living. I started drafting a tweet just talking about like the time we in. Because we really in 2019. It's the last month. We about to be in a new decade. So this is a nigga who's living that I've never been at odds with. But just didn't see eye to eye with sometimes. Just through the nature and the course of our friendship. 
probably didn't like some shit I was doing or I probably could have did some shit he didn't fuck with. But because of the nigga fuck with me so hard, he doesn't know how to tell me he, he did I did some shit he don't fuck with. He just be like, damn, I really don't fuck with that shit that you did, but I don't I wouldn't even know it. You see what I'm saying? Because he fucks with me so hard. You you feel what I'm saying? Right. So but this is my man aside. So this is the like the I gotta say this because this is the total opposite of that. And this nigga's alive. Right. And this is exactly why I'm right I started writing a tweet. Because I wanted motherfuckers to know that this nigga aside is the reason why you have these niggas like Anderson Pac and these niggas having any aside was the I, I'm gonna just read you the tweet. Aside is responsible possibly solely for the digital presence and relevance of most underground urban independent artists from the last decade. And without getting too deep, I'll give you a couple important facts. Um, there was an era when your MySpace music page had to be popping. His was. Before SoundCloud, in order to be a, uh, a relevant underground or indie artist, you had to consistently get your music on major blogs, um, the equivalent of making Spotify or a, t- a title playlist. Thank you. And I said, and he and he portrayed, a, he displayed an uncanny ability to do this. Um, he was the most social media, media savvy. Um, he ruled the digital space using Philly as his launch pad. And this is when former major artists from the city and abroad had not figured out how to use the internet to their advantage. This is when the side was buzzing. This is why this nigga, I'm not going to call him a genius, but this is my friend, so... Y'all know what he y'all know what he put out here. He put a lot of he made music to the level that niggas try to make music now to be able to be streamed. You know what I'm saying? So and me, I just played my part within that. And so like, like I just look at it like this, even from a nigga from that standpoint, my this is my nigga who he even him, I we got mutual OHIs in the game through in the in the industry. He hit me up on Twitter. You see what I'm saying? Right. He hit me up on Twitter, and then we made it real in the studio. He put, he, he, yo, I'm in Larry Gold's Why I Come Through. Every, yo, this nigga would hit me all the time. And he fucked with the fact that, yo, I'm, why? I'm in here all day trying to make shit like this. You come in here, you knocking this shit right out. But how many times did you come in there? See, he was in there. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's where... We kind of went different. And then we had a show. We had a show one time, and I'm telling him, I'm like side. Like I'm not the B side of the show. So he, so he switched the flyer up for me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he made concessions for me, and I'm like, yo, and he know, cause he know like that's not a diss, but he know he like, wow, I didn't make the flyers, whatever. But I'll right. switch it for you. Like he would do shit like that. Right. Like he would toss me like he niggas would be like, oh, why shouldn't be on this beat? Oh, he would put me on any beat. He'd be like, oh yeah, the niggas, yo, we did this one joint, respect fresh. I forget who even produces shit. You know what I'm saying? But he, yo, he like, yo, why? Nigga, nigga, Medi series, Wapanese out in Paris, or these niggas fuck with you? Yo, nigga, 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 niggas, Virgil, them niggas be listening to our shit. And when I say Virgil, y'all know who I'm talking about. So he, he doing that from Philly, and niggas know who he is, you feel what I'm saying? So, like, I don't gotta get all deep into that. But he's alive, and I'm talking that way, and we're, you could say that we're at odds, we not recording music, but we've recorded a lot of music. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and we nodded out because I, I was, I saw a side top of the year just closing this out. This is a full intersect. Just closing this out. I saw a side top of the year. I was on stage. Shout out to DJ Mallball, Keem Dixon. I was on stage. 
I had a bottle of brew. I had a joint in my hand, and I was chilling. And I watched the whole show. It was a boogie. Um, P and B rock bit came through. Did hit a couple joints with him, and they was chilling. It was crazy. Right. And I'm just standing there. I'm chilling, bro. Everybody chilling. At a certain point, P and B rock, and I think my one of them. They came over, they stood by me, and, and uh, one of the other boys, too. I forget his name, but little in the show, Uzi come out. And I'm at up, crowd go crazy. Right. Like, the crowd go way up. From any song, A Boogie, best song just was, everybody just went crazy. He That's came it. out right at the ball drop. You feel what I'm saying? So I look, I'm like, oh, shit, this shit really going up. It's really New Year's Eve just turned 12 o'clock and Uzi come out. They do not matter. Packers got fatter. Circles got smiling. Yo, my nigga. So I look up and, and nigga side come on stage. Nigga smiling and shout out to Troy. Like these niggas come on stage. Nigga smiling. I'm fried because I'm chilling though. Niggas know me. I'm in my element. I'm chilling. Um, and he like, yo, I just was like, oh shit. I said, yo, my nigga, you a legend. And he's looking at me, he say, nigga, you a legend. You know what I'm saying? I'm just right. like, yo. And I know what he did and he know what I do. And he know that I could have done, he know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he know what I could do out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's the part where we be at odds with. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he could probably be like, nigga, nigga so talented like you. I, he sacrificed everything to do music. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And I respect that most about him. But within that, that nigga was like he was the type of nigga. He if they say weed is a gateway drug, well, he was your gateway drug into your into your Kendricks, into mm-hmm. definitely into your Chance the Rappers, definitely mm-hmm. into your Joey Badasses. We from Philly, niggas know who we is, bro. Niggas know that we if we get if they get to hearing us and just knowing we from Philly, from wherever they from, they know that we the goods. Mm-hmm. And that's why I got shot that nigga out because, like, I just being from who I am, I had my music in certain hands, but psh, that nigga got international reach, my nigga. You feel right. what I'm saying? For he sure. had international reach, my nigga. So I'm gonna shot my man out. Like he, like I said, I don't gotta brag on myself, but he's alive. So the shit that the nigga Gold Link is doing. Like, I ain't never even have to push. That tweet ain't even out. I ain't even never have to push going. I just use the late bloomers as that platform to show the dynamic of how foul the shit the Gold Link is doing right. on behalf of Mac Miller. Because once again, to cap this off, the way that I met Mac Miller is because I had a session one night because I had a situation in, in uh, Anthony Tidd's studio because of Saad blessed me with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so we, even the engineer, he went to my school, but Asai was using it, he said, yo, bro, I'm going to a pop-up shop tonight. If you want to record tonight, it's going to be open. So I, I take the session. I took, so I'm like, yo, Saf, tell me what time of the session we got it. So then Saf called me, he said, yo, it's a nigga in town. He pulls it, he nice. I don't remember if he told me his name or not. But he was like, he nice, he, you know, he only went a couple hours, he ain't got nowhere to record. I say, all right, boom. He, I said, fuck it. You know, I'd be there all night so he could come. It's whatever. So basically, I mean, the pop-up shot was, the pop-up shot was at, uh, what he did the brunch at this year. It was at 10th and, um, 10th and, um, what's that joint Jefferson uh, Medical College? Where that Wawa is, 10th and, uh, right on the corner, the piece Walnut. of Rosa. Piece of Rosa, yeah, 10th and Walnut. Right. Joe was there. So I go to the stew. I still get to the stew before everybody because, you know, we was downtown with it. So 
I get to the stool, I'm chilling. I'm just chilling, talking to stuff. We ain't loading nothing up because nigga was going to have a session. And um, I think that's, I think Sai came back. He didn't stay at the pop-up shop. And then Mac showed up. And then, like, all these people showed up. So then Mac was like, who got butt? And then, you know, I was, you know, I rolled, I rolled up with some Afghan Kush. We was off the Afghan Kush at the time. This is a story that you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and we was heavy with it. We, we went on a balcony. We smoked, like, one or two joints. It was a lot of people who I never smoked with before in my life that was there because of the allure of this nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Because right. I was there three, four times a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and like I said, Asai used to want me to be there a lot more. And we probably would have made a lot more music, but we made a lot of classics, though. So, long story short, man, from from that, which is why I made that tweet, which is why this whole dynamic of talking about a nigga who's dead is crazy, because this is what a nigga who's alive, who allowed me to even meet this nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so like, so I sat next to this nigga like I'm sitting next to you and talked to this nigga about just certain shit in the moment and in the future, boom. And that was because because of, so we do the record and then boom, everybody do their thing, Mac take his laptop in. I think Cy had his laptop or his notebook and I go back out while they recording because I like everybody to be, I got a presence in the room. So I just want you to do what you was going to do irrespective of me. So when people record and they my friends or whatever, I just go out and I smoke and I chill. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I come back when I think it's my time. So when I came back, I just went in the booth, boom, one, take the joint. So after it's over, this nigga does another gesture. He like, yo, why? We, we, neither one of us, we don't need this joint. You can have this joint. You can have this joint. And I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? So he gives me the record. He gave me the record. You feel right. what I'm saying? So he's, and that's what I'm saying. So you can't speak ill of somebody like you, like this, like this is a friend's, what we call it, a friend's giving episode, whatever. You can't speak ill of somebody who's who's done positive for other people, especially when they did. And you right. can't speak of, nobody can vouch for this story that you have of having a bad relation. Who's vouching for this story Oh, like, right. yeah, you had a bad relationship with Matt Gay. Like, dog, like... That nigga, what? but that's the worst part about it is... It's is a that, whole year later. Right. The worst part about it is he doubled down at a live show and said Mac Miller was his best friend. And it's like, nigga, as a best friend, why would you... But, yeah, like, I I just... That, that shit is nuts, man. Golink, he got... I mean, he can... He can grieve how he want to grieve, but he don't got to do it publicly. Like he, that's right. that's some shit he shouldn't have put on the gram. Um, but while you mentioned Uzi, yeah, Uzi, you seen Uzi said some tweets out. No, I didn't see the tweets. He but said, I didn't see the foot. They was in some kind of football game the other day. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm talking about he was sending shots. He said, he said Don Cannon a snake. You know what I'm saying? He said drama broke. He need him to put out music. Like, he need Uzi. Like, mm. what type of deal Uzi signed with them niggas? Crazy man? deal, bro. I'm obviously crazy. I don't know the details, so I can't speak on it. But if Generation Now was a sub-label, then they would sign to a major through that sub-label, through a DJ, through two DJs. Mm-hmm. And 
and then you the artist. Right. So the artist split is already crazy. And it's not even coming directly from the major. It's coming. It's getting broke down. It's coming from the major through the. That's what I'm saying. They said that his tracks did a billion, dog. Billies. Yeah. And that shit, you know what I'm saying? They said the bills that. Once again, how did Hov, how did Rock Nation acquire the Uzi account? Or how did he become the buffer in this situation to be like, all right, enough is enough. Uzi gonna be Rock Nation for the interim. Or we gonna manage this shit? How did that happen? I don't know. How did that happen? Yes. I mean, he the who he the boy. What was the uh, black? What was the uh, what was that black boy who was getting shit done? It was the uh, you know what I'm talking <laughs> this about. This is such a general statement. Damn. Man. All right. Never yeah, mind. There was a documentary. It just came out. The boy was the middleman. He was middleman and oh, getting Clarence. You talking about the yeah. Godfather? Yeah, Clarence. Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's that's Hope trying to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Who got a young girl? Who got a young girl? Still not quite 21. <laughs> Yo, speaking Yo, of which. speaking of that, speaking I of I want to pause oh, again oh, and oh. I want to play that. Uh, oh, oh, I got to give you, for you, for a pause. What you got for me? Go ahead. I wanted to give you Michael Eric Dyson Hove quotes. All right, like, so you give me that. Yo, I want to send out a special um, a get well soon from the late bloomers to the homie French Montana. Um, French Montana was hospitalized this week with some some cardiac symptoms. Some some people said he had a heart attack. So get well sooner, French Montana, man. You know what I mean? But there you go. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to give him. I just wanted to Wait. throw that out there in case people ain't know. <clears throat> I'm about to. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't got the Michael Eric Dyson quotes lined up. My bad. I'm about to. It's all good. So either way. Dame Dash uh, was in a lower Manhattan court or some Manhattan court for his child support. Yeah. And so he used it. I, I'm glad I introduced this to you guys. He used it as a platform to get on some Dame Dash shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he spun the whole shit. He had some TMZ reporters down there. He had, like, four or five cameras that was really focused on him, though. He was husky. He had, like, three reds on him. Not gonna hold, I'm not gonna front on him, but he was like every time he basically was like, every time it happens to a black man, they, they bring me in there with cuffs and it's five hundred thousand this light and I paid it. I'm right here in front of you. He said, but they take me in there with cuffs behind my back because I'm a black man. You feel what I'm saying? Like to to, to that tune. He was like, they don't use they don't do these niggas like this. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I was like, man, Dame Dash, he know how to get the sympathy from the public. Cause <laughs> y'all don't understand this nigga's a multi-millionaire. He's the mm. most People just because people think he's broke and he pleads with people and he, you know what I'm saying? Right. People really sympathize with Dave Dash and they don't think that he's just like this nigga's just like hove in a different way. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like, like. But speaking of that, um, I was watching Irv Gotti on Drink Champs and shout out to Drink Champs. You know, um, Irv Gotti was talking about how he wanted to hire Dane. He said he wanted to hire Dane for one of his episodes to do an episode of his Young Tales on BET. Mm-hmm. So he said, Dane. So Dane, he said, Dane asked him, what you get to shoot an episode? So he's like, well, for this episode, I might get up to 1.5. Like that. He was like, oh, word? I could shoot a movie with that. He was like, but Dane, this shit's an hour long. I just need 40, 40 minutes. It's 20 minutes commercials. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he said... 
he said, no, well, I could do it like this. And he like, but dang, we just hired. He's at the end of the day, you're for higher talent. This is not like you got to learn how to basically he was saying you got to learn how to compartmentalize yourself. So he said before he could even take it that far with them, he just was like, you know what, Dame? I can't even do this joint with you. I'm trying to throw you a lot, but you trying to flip it into everything that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And I learned a lot from that. You feel what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I've been spun. I've been spun a lot of times like that. Just be, when you moving with a strong force and passion behind yourself, I've been spun. I've been I've been swindled a couple times in that regard. You know what I'm saying? So I understood what he was saying, but he like, dang, you my man. You be perfect for what we trying to do, but you have to understand that you just deemed that you're part of our team for this one particular project. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you just can't solve him right now. You know you can't use this bread for a movie. And then he just realized that if he would allow Dame to to do the to do the episode, that basically it would have fucked up his relationship with BET. And he was like, "Dog, I'm in my second season, and I'm an old head now. And like me and my arch rival, we in the show business, and neither one of us is trying to lose the show business now. You know what I'm saying? So his niggas is watching Tales, and niggas is watching Power Dog. So he like, I'm trying to keep going. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, I'm on, he paused, I'm on 50 ass. Like, this is my second season. I'm not about to let Dame Dash fuck it up because he's trying to shoot him his own movie on a, on a 40 minute block of, of Tales. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shout out to Irv Gotti, man. He told the best stories. And, oh shit, he told a crazy story, my nigga. Hold on. You got smoking me for this. He told a crazy story. He told a crazy story. He was talking about how he was um, Jazz's DJ, Big Jazz. And um, he was talking about how he was on tour back in the day. Oh, so the nigga to take over. Yo, Hove won that beef. Philly niggas no different. Hove won that nice shit. Because I showed you your first, your first tech on tour with Large Professor. Because Irv Gotti said he learned how to make beats on tour with Large Professor because of jazz. Because jazz had the fucking bag and got signed. But they wanted jazz to do the Hawaiian Sophie shit. They wanted jazz and Jay to be basically Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. They wanted they wanted Hove to give you that Fresh Prince feel. And jazz could produce. He could rap. He could, you know what I'm saying? And so, Irv Gotti was a DJ. And so he said, Jazz used to be in the studio. And he said, me and Hove used to run around London fucking bitches. And he said, Hove been his man for 30 years. You feel what I'm saying? So then he started talking about, he was like, dog. He said, when I made Murder, Inc., it was because of a group. He said, dog. He said, well, I forget the nigga. I think the nigga name was Paul Green. Told him to go meet DMX. He went to DMX and met he went to Wyoming, met DMX. He said he met DMX. Was living in an abandoned building. He said X. He said he got. He came downstairs. He said Irv came. He was downstairs. He said he looked up in the window. X was. He was like yo. He said X stuck his head out of a broken glass window and was like yo. I'll be right now. Right. That's crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Like right. he said. He said yo. He said the nigga could have cut his neck. He said that's how. He's like it wasn't like a regular broken glass window. Right. It's just just the shit had glass in it. He was like. 
So then he was talking about he he made the he made that shit based off he made Murder Ain't the label based off a group. Right. He was like, and basically that's what he was getting at with Dame. You a higher hitman, dog. You're not about to be Dame Dash Productions on this show. You about to be Dame Dash the director. Just direct the episode, get your check, and maybe you'll get hired for another one. Don't try to do a movie with this genre. You know what I'm right. saying? So he was like, so Murder Inc. He was like, yo. Ja was my man. He Jay was my man, and his ex was my man. He was like, so he was like, dog, murder, murder, Inc. That was the whole premise. Was them niggas was hitmen for hire. He was gonna have them all in a group. And he said, right. he said basically everybody was with it, and the only nigga who wasn't with it, you could probably guess. G. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So he said basically, Hope wasn't with it, and he said one time. Like, that's what I'm saying. What's the revisionist? Was Ja Rule hotter than ja- Jay-Z ever? No, but he was as hot as him. No. DMX was hotter than Hove. DMX, you but can say that. Hove, but Hove was as hot as him. That's why Hove could say he did it longer at first. Because them niggas, Hove was the bar. Like, Hove was battling Cool J. And, and Cool J was like, I got the budget. When Hove got the budget, it was over for Cool J. You know what I'm saying? And so for, for it's kind of like Hope it's kind of like bar. he became the real king in those moments. Yo, y'all gotta fuck with us. DMX is like Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers gotta fuck with us. Motherfuckers, you gotta fuck with the late bloomers. Nobody's giving it to you like this, dog. Cause DMX is niggas goats. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Like, and for sure. In the way that Ice Cube is niggas goats. But it's just our old heads at this point. Right. But I got an old head. My I I grew up in a crib in West Oakland in a part of my life on the other side of Stanton, Narragansett, it was the grimy <laughs> side, the north, the north side of uptown. <laughs> and my OG in my room, the inspiration. He had two signed posters from from Ice Cube on the wall, my nigga. Cube, right? Cube mm. from Philly. So it's errors, it's errors, and that's yes. and that's crazy because it's like. What is the, what is the rap? I mean, is it Drake? Is it Drake or is or are niggas po- are uh, identifying with another rapper in this era? Because remember, we just talked about it. Drake got booed at the uh, Tyler, at the Tyler Fest. You know what I'm saying? He was the surprise guest, and niggas wasn't happy to get Drake, a nigga who has dominated the past decade, as a surprise guest. Like, I'm good. I'm very content with a Drake surprise pop-out. Like, fucking right. These weirdos, my nigga. Who the fuck do you want to hear? Who you want to hear? Drake is another nigga. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to smoke this out this way. Drake is, a, Drake is another guy who, nigga, what? We got, I I got a lot of shit. We didn't talk about Thanksgiving. Like, what was on the, um. You want, hold on. Before we get into good. this. Well, that's because we in rap right now, dog. And this started off talking about, we talk, started talking about the game and born in rap. And Drake is definitely a nigga that was born in rap. However, niggas want to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, this nigga is tough, my nigga. He's a chameleon out here. You feel what I'm saying? He's a dragon out here. He could do whatever kind of record you need him to do. And if you really want to back him against the wall, nigga, he's the best at rap, for real. Like, so... However you want to call it, niggas don't take these sound bites though. These the most relevant sound bites. Like Drake, the goat of this era, 
and uh, that's a big fact. But toward, to the Drake curse, the first time I realized who AB was, he was in the Drake video, and it hasn't been good ever since for the homie AB. So that's on the <laughs> that's that's on the other side of that. He's is that AB might be a part of the Drake curse. You know what I'm saying? So we we briefly mentioned it. I don't got the Michael Eric Dyson quotes, but Michael Eric Dyson be quoting whole bars like scripture, dog. Sure. And and the rollout with the Colin Kaepernick tryout into a new book about Jay Z from Michael Eric Dyson and Jay Z working with the NFL, like all of this is the rollout for the book. I mean, I I do I want to read the book now, but it's like, damn, was this the rollout? And it's just like, damn. Is that is that the book rollout? Right. But I mean, this is one of Jay Z's scribes, Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah, that's one of his scribes. Is, is that dope? That's dope. Scribes in the book of Jay Z. That's dope. He's one of his art scribes. I might be one of the whole scribes. <laughs> I'm the IP man, my nigga. You feel me? So if I'm the IP man yeah. and I claim that, then Hov gotta be Bruce Lee. And it's a he I'm I mean I gotta be Bruce Lee and then Hov gotta take it to the IP man. Cause we like I said, like he's the nigga who took it from Cool J. And Cool J is the nigga who had it for real. And who niggas wanted to be like. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Any nigga from this point, this is why you can't take Cool J out of the equation ever. Because he's the Dr. J of rap. He's the nigga that was jumping from the foul line first. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he's the nigga who showed you how to do it by himself. He was doing it underground, had his own swag that got him right on. He had Russell Simmons working hard and made Russell Simmons hundreds of millions. You feel what I'm saying? No he's, question. He's a hundred millionaire himself, so. No question. Shout no out the LL, man. No question the LL, but in terms of the, he was the first rap superstar, like, but... There's been a hundred rap superstars now. Like he did it first, and he did it. it hasn't been a hundred that way though. He had the hits and the albums. That's what I was telling you about Mariah and Whitney. That's like that's why I want the baby to take that. You know, take a little, be humble, man. Do them songs that people love because a lot of people just getting to you. They getting on to you in that timing. So keep your enthusiasm up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people market you just touching. And I, yo, shout out to my OG Adonis Sutherland. You know, a lot of people just touching these, touching you in these markets. Pause. So you, you saying you don't want to do these records, and this could be somebody's first time hearing these records. You see what I'm saying? So you want to keep that enthusiasm to yourself, and just make sure you know that we love you out here. We fucking with you right now. So you know, take every little bit that you can get, man, and that's all to your exponential wealth. And this is once again from the late bloomers. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I seen a throwback clip. It was like, it was like oh, uh, that husky roaches. I thought that was a cigar butt in there. Uh, <laughs> that joint was too husky. My fault. No, yeah. you all good. We living life. <laughs> what? <laughs> that joint looked like the whole cotton filter on it. You know how. I'm <laughs> you funny as shit. Uh, when we get into eating with these, uh, yeah, I got you. 
Hold on, cause I uh, I was I, I seen a throwback video. It had a mob Rashad. He was working uh in '85 on the in, in NFL shit, and he proposed to Felicia Rashad on on air on Thanksgiving. What year? It was '85. Okay, cool. So That's shout out to Felicia Rashad too. I'm, and I was like, damn. I was like, then that was a crazy proposal on Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, and then I just seen it was crazy. A day before, I seen a video of Debbie Allen. Dancing at her age now and shit, and it's like, who would you rather have, Felicia Island or Debbie Island? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Debbie Island, she's still out here. It's like, damn, they sisters. Debbie Island, she's still giving you crucial hip hop dance moves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sisters, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like they was like the first. Yeah, Beyonce, bro. Solange, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like Solange, Debbie is Solange, <laughs> Solange is the Harriet Tubman of the social of the social uh, media artists of today. She took a lot of lumps <laughs> because people was trying to make her Beyonce when she was always this. Right. As soon as technology caught up with Solange, she she resonated with the masses. Right. As soon as technology caught up with her, she was never her sister. Right. They understood that, but people was like, damn, Beyonce's so big. But Solange is like, yo, I'm really the introvert that inspires my big sister. You know what I'm saying? So when we caught up to her, then she blew up. But shout out once again from the late bloomers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Solange. Shout out, uh, shout out to the... the sister dynamics like that. Like, yep. uh, I feel like for our... I go from because I feel like we didn't get Debbie Allen versus the the surprise sisters for us. It was like the Brat Lisa Ray in our yeah. in our lifetime for real. But it really was Beyonce Solange. But it yeah. was but it's Jesus like Sister but, Rina. okay yeah heavy Jesus heavy you give it heavy duo sisters <laughs> but. You could say Pam and Gina is sisters because they came in the acting game together. Right, but they not real but, but sisters. But, they, give, though, but, but they, they, they still they hosting they, the they hosting I, the Trumpet I, Awards like I, they get they get they get booked together. I rock and with they them sisters in real life. I rock with them uh, being uh, a dynamic duo like that forever. Like just, right, shout out to Tisha Campbell too for the intersect who met her real biological half sister in real life just recently after like 20, 30 years. Oh, that's crazy! On one of these like Maury Povich type shows, I forget the show. Shout out to her though. All right, Black Friday this year, like what's good? Like Black what? Friday management <laughs> rocks the label. <laughs> What's good? What's good with Black Friday? What was the energy? What was the post this year for you this Black Friday? Was you like you on Yeezy I'm, watch? You was trying to get the Yeezys? Yo, Ease, I'm so... <laughs> yo, R.I.P. Hustle the Great, man. I'm so all money yet. I ain't spent no money on Black Friday, and I was trying to. I was sending texts out. <laughs> like, yo, if you need anything, let me know. <laughs> let me know what you say. I'm looking for a deal. You usually hit me, yo. This crazy because every Black Friday we on the horn, scouring deals. You this, this is the intersect. This, first, this, this is the, the intersect for you because you on Black Friday. I'm a, you, last year I bought a sixty-five exactly. and four hundred. <laughs> exactly. I won because it's an LED. It's not light. Easy for Right. 
That's what I'm saying. Your Black Friday energy. I remember the last Black Friday uh, late bloomers like episode. Yes. Like it was. Yeah, you know I don't. Do it shit. was energized. It was a heavy Black Friday play. Like that's what I'm asking you. I, Cause I feel like the post for Black Friday this year. First of all, it's not Black Friday anymore. It's Black Thursday. Like right. it. If you really in the stores with it, you there. Six. Shout out, shout out to my homegirl Yana. She said, she said it's not Black Friday. It's Plant Friday. So I said, yo, you woke as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, I was uh, some disturbing news for all my people. My man hit me with, like, you celebrating Thanksgiving. I said, in terms of celebration, what, what do you mean? Am I eating food? Because I am on I'm still nigga. Hold me to something. Y'all be mad at old, but he gave us still nigga. And I said, yeah, I'm going to eat some food on Thanksgiving because I'm still nigga. But, like, what are we really celebrating, my nigga, once right, again? we're celebrating our family. Is this like, lies on the lips of the priest part, too? No, we just celebrating our family. We, like, our we, family comes together and we celebrating us. And we free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, as we are. So, you know what I mean? So, I'm. he, he asked me, like... Uh-oh, we getting there. My, whenever whenever I stumble and I'm passing the blunt, you got to carry me and we there. So we there. <laughs> you funny as shit. So you had no Black Friday energy. I mean, we already know what no. it is. The late bloomers been told you it's Cyber Monday. I had pre-Black like, Friday If you're energy. not buying shit online. I like, made a strong investment. I got pre-Black Friday energy. I brought something during the week that week. We're buying shit online. We're getting free shipping. Cyber like, Mondays not, is I'm more important, guys. This I'm is not, still OGEs. Cyber Mondays are way more important than OGEs. I'm not going to the store. Oh, and shout out to friends giving OGEs invested in this friend invested in the show we we going we expanding on this show we expect to have our friends that that you that you want to see here with us um the Detroit player John LeBron you know um we want to hear from cousin John John Butler the sports writer cousin, okay. cousin John the, you know the children's book writer we want to hear from the most interesting the district you know the entrepreneur the clothes maker the guy who could could sell you a garment or sell you a car. You know what I'm saying? We wanna we wanna hear from our our VIP. Shout out to the OG Stella. We you know she we gonna get Stella. We she gonna give us some perspective on the show, man. We gotta get her on a few episodes. So we just I just wanna highlight some of the friends of the late bloomers. You know, cause this would you know this is this is what would be our friends giving episode for real. So we gonna show some love. Facts, man. Facts, man. And I like I like how we going into the year. So for me, I got peace of mind from seeing BH on No Jumper. Like Hoggy, we love you from the late bloomers. Hoggy Hustle, you're a fucking legend. Oh, so Hoggy Hustle story is that he always was getting bread as a young boy, and Nip fuck with that. Cause when people don't understand about Nip, and he did a song with Stoney. He uh, he been getting money since he was nineteen. So Hoggy Hustle got hit up as a young boy, and um, he said one day he would, he had got out of the hospital. He was going up the steps, and he said he said nigga drove by and chunked the hood up, and he was like it was net, but he said um, 
he said when Nip realized who he was chucking the hood up to, he like pulled over and was like, oh shit, because he, Nip said he thought the boy had checked. Everybody in the hood thought he checked. Said Nip helping up the steps and then he never looked back. So, he basically, he basically give you the dynamic of what it really was. He would be like, man, we always immediately hopped on like real moves, like investing in the community since we was young boys. So he was like, we had property since we was young boys. He was like, he said, he said, for example, um, he said, Black Sam really is thorough. He the nigga who really got all the bread, don't never spend nothing. You feel what I'm saying? So he'd be like, yeah, how much y'all see? He'd be like, oh, yeah, we got, I got 10 racks. And be like, yeah, I got like 25 racks, 50 racks. And Black Sam be like, well, I got 300. Or I got a buck, a buck 50. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's a nigga. So. But that shit real over there, like, I fuck with all money and they selling truth in their raps. A lot of people... I guess the East Coast gritty version of All Money In will be Griselda Records. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people say they selling truth over there, too. Yeah. I'm not deep into their catalogs. but They I'm dropped just, another joint. Yeah, I'm not deep into their catalog, but I, ain't I know what to it, it, I know but I'm definitely check for it. I, I fuck with... I'm, I'm, I'm immediately... I'm, I'm in tune with these niggas. I respect man. niggas like Benny the Butcher, Action, Bronson, uh, Dave East for really becoming themselves and what they seen in their vision. And I really respect that, you know what I mean? Like, just making it materialize, like just stepping into Wakanda, like, you know what I'm saying? Just really like stepping, like people could say whatever they want, they could judge you in the moment, but just stepping into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause shit really real out here, like, you know what I mean? So. Oh, what the fuck was you telling me about Action Bronze? He dropped some new shit. His new joint called Lamb Over Rice. Lamb Over Rice. I ain't listened to it, but the title is hard. We was definitely talking about the best Lamb Over Rice in the city. I was on the horn. We could just segue in the E-Wees. Now, I was just in the... I was in fucking University City. Where we at? 33rd off of Chestnut. In between Chestnut and Walnut. In between Chestnut and Market. Yeah. It might not have been 11 o'clock yet. That joint was rolling. <laughs> Niggas was walking up. I'm like, damn, what That's time the is it? I told you. This is heavy for breakfast. Niggas is just eating one meal a day with these joints. My nigga, like, so, yo, I'm like, damn, I'm trying to figure out which one do I want because I'm trying to figure out which one is the freshest. Like, it's so early. Like, they can still be selling you shit from last night. So, you like, and they kind of did when I look back at it in hindsight. But the way they served it to me was impeccable. <laughs> so, this they did something, they did something that I never had, that I never had them say to me or offer to me in the history of these rice cart games. My nigga, they... Yo, I said, man, I can't figure out what I want. I walked, I walked around. I checked three other joints. I wanted the, cause I wanted the lamb, I wanted the lamb sausage paws. So, the the truck that make it the best, he didn't pull up. So on my second walk around, he pulled up. I walked over to him. He said, yo, I got this chicken, and uh, something else today. And I was just like, damn. So then I went to the other car. The boy hands was like, he was just working. F three fifty super all weekend. Like he just—it was Monday morning. It looked like he just finished up like two thirty this morning and just went to bed with it. You know what I'm saying? Like 
<laughs> like it was crazy. I'm like the fact that this name he it was no gloves in sight. So then I did back to this card that what I that I started telling you about. And basically, dog, I said I'm on the phone with this nigga. I said I don't know what to get. The nigga says, "All right, we just yo just." He said, "Get the lamb and the chicken, and the falafel and the chickpea." He gave he said, "Get some of everything." And the nigga, yo, my nigga. So I gotta go to them at at about one at about twelve thirty at about twelve seventeen, nigga. Like I gotta get past. Yeah, you can't go to them on a Monday. Like I, you gotta get them in a fresh batch. Cause what they gave me in in concierge and rice cart concierge is tremendous. My they gave me the triumvirate. They gave me. They gave me the lamb, they gave me the chicken, and falafel, and chickpeas. Yeah. With cucumber and tomato. But, I want to say they, you, they yellow rice me and not jasmine rice me. And you, and you got a jasmine rice me. I don't know no jasmine rice. They give you jasmine rice. Like, I do. Like, and that's what's crazy. That's why I started talking to you about this that's rice. That's why I, I can't get in though. Jasmine rice is a, that I don't know that. I don't know where that is. You got to tell me where that is. Because even Khan's ain't give me jasmine rice. Yeah, they're not doing that. Maybe right, that so was jasmine rice. I don't know. The ones that most the jasmine it was different. Rice. It was different. It was something different. <laughs> it jasmine, was something different. The jasmine rice, the way that you, you know what the jasmine rice is when you get it. Most times it's the coriander mixed with it. Because most people who use coriander will not are not silly enough to put that with just some standard yellow rice. You know what I'm saying? You gonna go the whole way with it, pause. Like, so, yo, Styles P dropped some new shit. He dropping a lot of visuals with his wife. Shout out to Styles P. I forget the name of his new shit, but you know I've been following it. So Man, sure are you out. are you going to defend your uh, Temple alum on this one? Since we ain't eating with ease, it said I saw I saw a tweet that was out there. That someone tweeted, "Please quote tweet this with your most controversial food opinion." Mark Lamont Hill gave it out. His was macaroni and cheese is wildly overrated. He didn't stop there. He could have just stopped there. Just left it there, but he tried to get more vivid with why this was his opinion. He said, I don't care how well your mom slash grandma makes it. It's baked noodles and cheese, and it's not that good. Fight me. Mark Lamont Hill, we can knuckle. Like, if that's the energy you bring in the mac and cheese, like, like you will get strolled on. Like, because macaroni and cheese is, like, the quintessential, like, it's a quintessential dish. So if you check my gram, I posted a batch of mac and cheese, and I said I I I can't take credit for this, but I will. Right. I barely sous chef that joint. But you was in the kitchen with it. Like I brought all the ingredients for it. Right. And I watched it get chefed up. Right. And I'm not going plus or minus that on the show because this is family. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> You know what I mean? On a Friendsgiving episode, one of my friends, friend of the show, friend of the show, asked Akeem, his mom prepped, used my ingredients, prepped me up, uh, uh, the, the biggest pan, a 12 by 12, <laughs> 12 by 12 mac and cheese. Wait. 
like I said, I'm not. It's not in the rankings. It was. It was clutch for me. It looked beautiful. Gave it a beautiful visual. I got. I got some views off that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? My Thanksgiving menu was an organic chicken, some short ribs, that pan of mac and cheese, and I made an exclusive batch of sweet potato bake. And instead of getting standard crust, I use I use like fourteen packs of Lorna Doom cookies on the pan of the crust. <laughs> the short, the shortbread cookies. I had I had I seen a meme that uh, my man shout out the uh, shout out the Colin you know what I'm saying and chocolate chip cookies. Uh, he posted the meme and said I'm bringing my signature dish this year to Thanksgiving alcohol. That's definitely was me. I definitely had the bottle of hen <laughs> floating. This 2019 was a magical year for me, yeah. man. Like I took shots yeah. with my sure. mom and my dad this for year. Sure. Like that's like sure. Yeah, you know like that's that's it. Shout out to OG OGE's mom and pop. I know who y'all are. I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Been, I've been in y'all cribs. I don't know what level of age of wisdom you gotta be to get to that point, but I feel like so it got to that point with my parents from coming from where I came from. Yeah, it's a crazy feeling, and it just feel like. I'm 33, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just a, I mean, it's a wild feel. Right. But I was cheesesteaking, dog. I caught a Pat's Whiz Wit at like nine something in the morning. This, like maybe Black Friday. I caught a Pat's. That's, that's what I Black Friday shot, but I caught a Pat's steak. I had a crazy Pat story the other day. The lady, her, this lady told me, her homie asked for a pets on his deathbed. And she brought Do they pet. use lard on that shit? That shit had my stomach on flips. I don't know if it was the whiz or if it's a lard situation. It could be a lot of different things. But my stomach was in What's shambles. What, what kind of the but listen to my Thanksgiving week, my nigga. Because I'm giving cheese steak and with ease. Thanks. I had a Delessandro's this Whoa. week, too. You don't hear me, Doug. Like, I really I need... On one. I on one. <laughs> I'm really out here, Doug. I think I had a D'Alessandro's or a Thanksgiving Eve. Right. It wasn't the best D'Alessandro's batch. I got to f- f- follow up with that statement. Right. Talk to me. We- I, nigga said it, I should get a bad batch pre-Thanksgiving. How do you feel about that? Why not? What's wrong with it? Like, yo, I want to hear more about the dishes. Like, what? I gave you my menu. Like, oh, at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like Thanksgiving was standard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but thing. who did what at what level, though? Like, The level was a, a high level. Like, my mom did Thanksgiving. She did her thing. Like, she really... But you ain't hear me. Like, I did that. This was my... I did the thing. I, it was me this time. <laughs> I had every dish. Come on. <laughs> and I, I worked with mac and cheese in there. Because I'm like, yo, I just wanted that. This, 
Miss Audrey, nice town Phil. Like I had to get it done for me from old school Philly. Shout out to if you hear anybody hashtag old school Philly. <laughs> Shout out to old school Philly. What is old school Philly, man? You know what it is, nigga. It's Miss Vera Lee's kitchen. It's when you know you're gonna get that batch. That's old school That's Philly. That's old school Philly. When all the grandmas, when 80, 75% of the grandmas from uptown, from 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 Lehigh and above, got Patty LaBelle hairdos <laughs> and Patty LaBelle glasses and watch Oprah all day and drink Pepsi's and smoke Newports and Salem 100. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as shit. That's like, real, dog. That, that's that really real. Philly, my that's, that's real. You know what I mean? Like, for real, my nigga. So that's, that's real. That's a hashtag old school Philly. Right? <laughs> like, and you know what you go on the Thanksgiving table for and why. Mark you know Lamont Hill had the nerve to say, fight me over mac and cheese being trash. Like, he don't want those knuckles. Like, it's a lot of people who knuckle him over that. Like, you can't... He need to... If it's a tweet that needs to be backtracked upon, like, he need to take that back. Like, he need to, he need to walk that one back. You walk the fine line in the culture, Mark Lamont. <laughs> Niggas will withstand for anything you say. You start talking about some mac and cheese on You talking about mac and cheese is trash on Thanksgiving... Like you, you need the you, you need to relax. You, you are betraying the culture right now. <laughs> you have to relax, yo. You yeah, have to relax. We are with a mustard. Get my cleanup on. So I gave you, I gave you where I was at. Wait, hold on. I got you. You uh, you said we got some sports to talk about. I got some pop culture stuff to talk about as well. Give me your sports shit though. Well, sports shit, you already know Deontay Wilder, he still wilding on niggas. He got uh, the Boyle Ortiz up out of here. Okay. Like, so, what you think about that? Like, is, is Wilder, is he the... Ortiz, like, these niggas, like, like, I, I, he, Ortiz, you know, Wilder's in his era. He's a champ. Respect. But you know, you know where the action is at in boxing. And luckily, like, Deontay Wilder is a showman. It's just, like, we the same age, kind of. So, what he doing, like, compared to what the greats have done in front of me in, in my eyes, it's, like, kind of like why people always get on me while I'm so strict on LeBron. But, like, I understand LeBron's greatness in this era and why it's nobody like LeBron has been doing what he's been doing. But I've also seen all of these niggas. I have an older brother who used to chastise me when I used to talk shit about Magic Johnson. Made, which made me start watching Magic Johnson footage and realizing that Magic Johnson as a fucking rookie, yo, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the center, was the man on the team. Nigga went to the chip. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got injured. Magic Johnson jumped center in the clincher, had a triple-double and won the game as a fucking freshman, as a freshman in the league. He has to be the GOAT. Nigga, he's five chips. He doesn't have 11 tries. The fuck? Right. So then you got Michael Jordan following that. And this nigga doesn't miss a shot. And he never misses two shots in a row. Ever. You The whole game you watch on Sunday. They used to play Michael. The rhythm of Michael Jordan's game is the reason why we used to be able to have middle of the day after church 
basketball games on on channel six. We fucking watching Michael Jordan at the church. Cause this nigga's smooth out here. He's grooving out here. You feel what I'm saying? Right. He's cooking niggas out here. Like, that's you can't just and then like come on, niggas wanna say, oh, Kobe's better than Kobe's not better than Michael Jordan. He tried to do all this elaborate shit. He just failed to be Kobe Bryant within that. When he had the fro, when he was getting sneakers designed like Ferraris, he had a fucking real strong brand, my nigga. You feel me? When he started uh, shopping, shopping different sneaker people, he was in oblivion. But when he was like, yo, this sneaker right here is because, oh, these is moon shoes. Oh, yeah, these is like Ferraris. Oh, yeah, because you grew up in Italy and you from West Philly. Your grandma from West Philly, you from North Marion, right? Okay, I get it. But then, when you when you trying to be like Mike and you averaging five points less than Mike, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you shooting 43%, 44%, 46%. You know what I'm saying? And you forgetting that Mike really was smart about the game and played the game the right way. And Kobe played the game the right way, but he could do everything the right way, but he was a little selfish. And I'm just watching this from, from afar. And like the, I told you, my only interaction, me and Kobe, was kind of to this nature because... I just walked up to Kobe. Already had old heads. Nigga, I grew up playing travel ball. And Alvin Williams and Kerry Kittles, Jason Loss, these niggas used to come to our games at Villanova Wildcat. We 10, 12 years old. We used to come to our games. We were pretty good. So, Cole, when we come up to Cole, Cole was like, oh, yeah, I'm not signing autographs today. You're standing up there. Like, Cole, we just trying to talk to you, my nigga. You just got swept in the playoffs and shot an air ball. I'm the young boy. I'm trying to talk to you about that. I don't want your fucking autograph, nigga. I actually, that nigga Randall Cunningham made me take his autograph because – the, our, con- our conversation was so mundane on a platonic level. You, Cole, you, your head was in the clouds because I get it, my nigga. You was from outer space. I get it, Cole. But you didn't play the game how LeBron played it. Like, like Steve Steve Nash won them MVPs because of how he played the game. And I was salty when Steve Nash got the second joint and Cole got jerked and he was averaging crazy. But it's because Steve Nash was making Joe Johnson a, a, a household name, making Amari Stoudemire a household name. You feel what I'm saying? Making for them, Jared Dudley is still out here. He played with Steve Nash. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. This nigga's in his, like, I don't know what year, but like, Kobe, you just want to be like Mike. And like, LeBron just want to be LeBron. Melo want to be Melo. KD want to be KD. This is a different time. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And that's the thing about Brian. So I want to give Brian's roses in front of early Brian. Uh, what I call you, a, you a Brian progenitor. You a early per, a early <laughs> Brian boy. You was an early easy boy. You was, um, you was an early fifty boy. Any boy, ease was an early couple, couple boys. Like, <laughs> I mean, Brian. I mean, him doing what he doing in year seventeen is is definitely. You got to look at this shit differently. It seems crazy like, though. All right. All right, cool. It's like an all-star team for Brian. Okay. (laughs) What does that mean? Nothing. But as long as we did Did MJ never not play on all-star teams? Like, was his team? Yes. But they wasn't going this far. You know what I'm saying? But he also made, they also made each other more. Like, they balanced MJ. He had to do as much. Because MJ started averaging 30. He used to average 35, 37. And they'd be losing. Right. Considerably losing. Right, you know what I'm saying, but he, like just but that's what, that's all shit. I'm saying. Like when we talk about 
9-7, MJ Bulls. Like, we not talking about a bullshit team. We talking about MJ and his enemies link up. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Niggas who he had to have situations with is now right. swinging around. We talking about Rodman and Ron Harper. Like, Ron Harper was on the Cavs. Former All-Star and Cavs, former leading scorer. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was a situation for MJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Dennis Rodman from the Pistons. problem for MJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he got them niggas on his team. Right. right. Like, let's link up. Like, but nobody, like, let nobody touch that part of the narrative. Like, we just leave that alone. Like I do. Because he might have won six chips with Scotty, none with Adam, but he was clearly Mike. That's the same thing, but that's why I be trying to tell niggas like D Wade is more like pseudo AI Mike Kobe and is more D Wade than that because he's not Clyde Drexler. Like D Wade took Shaq to the chip. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And Shaq was like, damn, this that young boy I could forget my last chip with. You feel me? So I'm going to give you 25 a game, but I'm a Kareem Abdul Jabbar you, my nigga. And this is the. D-Wade, I'm going to introduce you to the D-Wade Magic Johnson uh, dynamic. D-Wade is the nigga, but he did it probably in a couple years, not his rookie year, I don't think. That was his rookie year. Nigga, he got the finals MVP because Shaq was injured. You remember? Mm-hmm. So you can't take nothing away from him because Tony Parker got finals MVP before. You know what I'm saying? The most controversial Finals MVP of this time is is the Iggy John, the Iggy over Brian John when Brian was averaging like what forty five, but he lost though. That's the thing about LeBron fans, y'all be drawing still one niggas, still one niggas to win the fucking MVP and they lose and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You want the nigga, you love the nigga so bad they lost, you still think he's the MVP, nigga. They lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he is he is playing at that level. I get it, but you still can't you can't be mad. That he, come on, man. Man, but the fact they gave it to Iggy was crazy though. That's a that's a, they just they just Under Armour. Under, I'm gonna just I'm not gonna give you no NBA conspiracies. I'm not gonna do that. But Under Armour clearly don't hold the weight, and they just was like they had to give it to a Nike nigga. And Iggy is a Nike nigga. You feel me? And there has to be like some unwritten NBA clause that whoever has a contract with the NBA, that MVP has to be a Nike player. You know what I'm saying? And then whoever wants to do this research could let me know. That's facts. Where we at? Where we at, man? So what was on the menu? Standard shit. On that? I mean, yeah. I was. I was only. Uh, it was cranberry sauce at my mom's crib, but I didn't see it, and that was the only thing that was missing from my plate. That's, you know the, intersect, that's the intersect for us. I had no cranberry sauce. I didn't have none either. You know what I'm saying? But it was there, though. I was told it was there, and yeah. when I went to my uh, my yeah. white people crib, they had cranberry sauce out, and I almost wanted to get some, but I just didn't get it because I was like, I didn't get a plate over there. Like I just insert, really insert rap bar, fan man, you very claw, you Terry claw. That mean you very soft. Gravy Mercedes. And the cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Shout out to Cam, man. Cam lost his best friend, his ex, and his best friend. Um, shout out to Cam. I think he, I think Cam dropping a new album soon too. So I told you what my shit was. What I really was trying to accomplish, I was trying to, yo, you know what I did have. So thanks, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night. I ordered from the Red Eye Cafe. That's on. Where is it? Where the hell is? I think it's on Shoreline Mad. What? I had the fish sandwich and the chicken cheese steak. They was both flames. Flames, bro. It was fourth meal time, my nigga. I had like none other. What's fourth meal time? What's the hours? Give me a window, a small window. I mean, from. I mean, when do you eat dinner at four or five? So. Fort Mill was anywhere from now. Oh, alright, okay. I'm thinking you talking like late night clutch. Like, I'm thinking you talking I mean, about. it was back there, though. I just uh, was, I I was cooked, yeah. though. I was cooked, okay. so I'm not proximate, but that shit was. They gave you the fish sandwich for the white bread, but they give you two husky fillets on there. So they give you, they give you a. a, 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 a the thickness of the of the white bread is like in between the sourdough, a sourdough uh, grilled cheese level, like or a sour or like a garlic bread type thing. Texas toast type slice. It's like in between that and the regular slice. Of bread. Okay, it wasn't that, so, okay. It's like it a Texas. could break apart, but it don't because it's two pieces of fish on there. It could break apart, but it don't break apart. So I had that joint and. Yeah, my eating was light. I mean, Thanksgiving meal was cool. Like, I mean, what what's the situation with dark meat or white or, or white meat with turkey? What's the feelings? What's the vibes? What's the late bloomers vibes on the dark meat or white meat? I had a turkey list. Only turkey I had was from the deli. I had a honey turkey. I made honey turkey. Sandwich. So turkey wasn't even in no I, situation. I you said it was short ribs. I didn't get a turkey this year. I had short ribs. Right. And I had an organic chicken. You wanna know what type of party I'm trying to have, yeah? I want to have a lamb roast. Like, you know how they be having them pig roast type drones? I want to do a lamb drone like that. That drone would be lit. Let's do it. That drone would be lit. Yes, it would. You know what I'm saying? And I know how to dress a lamb, nigga. (laughs) I've been eating lamb and salmon all my life, man. Um... In my house, like, salmon was, like, how tuna is. When niggas get tuna, they're like, what you eat? I don't got salmon salmon. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, we didn't talk about this. This um. Well, shit, canned salmon though. We have frozen salmon too. When you talk about what? Maybach. Oh. Oh yeah. So my I, so. Pull one up. Uh, pull it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is any more rose, man? Like Maybach. Oh man. He came back, he said he done with he done with the whole B2K, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he like, yo, we doing another Millennium Tour. Them niggas is off it. It's featuring all the same niggas from the B2K reunion tour, except them niggas. I proved that I could get back with my group. These niggas did me dirty. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all know what I can do. I got recent hits, so let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if it's still Maybach Gold, though. 
He not made back up. I don't know if he made back old though. Damn. So it's just I need Ross. I need them. I need them unreleased Ross Omarion tracks. Ross, where he at? <laughs> we need them joints like the old dude John while later we didn't hear. Yeah, old dude, dude it's John. Not Maybach, no I don't know if it is. I didn't say that it's not or that it couldn't be. I don't know that that is that. That's what it is. That's Damn. what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so it's just oh, it's just oh, oh it's just oh. Okay. Yeah. So Omarion, he did it though, man. He he won the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I seen that uh, he gonna do a drink with Bow Wow, and it's like I just seen that Bow Wow about to be in the city, dog. <laughs> I'm curious to see what Jones still wanna pull up on Bow Wow. I wanna go to that party just to see what Jones is <laughs> still uh, trying to pull up on Lil Bow Wow, cause they are age. Like it's it's Jones our age that's trying to pull up on Bow Wow. Nigga, that's a throwback. <laughs> oh shit! For the for the taking over for the nineteen in the twenty twenty, Motorola officially brings back the Razer flip phone. Oh, ease your hear Motorola officially brings back the Razer flip phone. We here, nigga. It will cost fourteen ninety nine. That was the yo. You just reminded and, me. And released in January twenty twenty. Listen, that was the intersect for me when we was talking about Black Friday. I was watching first take. I don't know because we talked about sports a little bit too. They uh, Max Kellerman kept saying Steven they had on Jabos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Max Kellerman kept saying Stephen A had on Jabos. He's like, you got on those throwback Jabos And Stephen A was like, you know, I'm about to have a, a lot of plates this Thanksgiving. Oh, speaking of which, man, I got some <laughs> I got some Eating with Ease errors and omissions. It was a child spotted working in the kitchen of understaffed pop understaffed Popeyes in Texas. So um It was a what? A child spotted working in kitchen of kitchen of understaffed Popeye in Texas. This is from Miss Ro- Atmos Royal Bay. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Atmos Royal Bay. With the disturbing events that took place during the return of the infamous Popeye's chicken sandwich, you can infamous. Now, you can now add another incident to the list. According to the Daily Mail, a customer spotted an underage child appearing to be between the age of eight and to nine years old working in the kitchen of a Texas Popeye's location. The restaurant was understaffed and the customer alleged that there were orders in bags not being distributed. All of the employees, including the underage child, were in the kitchen making orders instead. The child was handling raw chicken before giving it to a male staff worker who went on to cook it. Come on, man. Said the customer who captured photos of the incident on his phone. A spokesperson from Popeye stated, we took swift action. <laughs> we took Popeye's s- gave a quote back on it. <laughs> we, we, we took swift action to explore this claim with the franchisee. The restaurant owner has terminated the employee. <laughs> brought their child, a minor, into the kitchen and will fully cooperate with any additional investigations in compliance with state and federal laws. The safety of our guests and team is always a priority for us, and we take any actions that are outside of our brand and operational standards 
very seriously. Popeyes gotta relax, man. You gotta relax. They got kids in the kitchen. You already know. That whoever brought their kid to Popeyes to handle raw chicken was wildin'. Like, let's be honest, dog. Like, let's just be honest about that. Um, I feel like I. Uh, you got anything else you wanted to? Uh... I got like culture shit. Chase Consumer Bank and CEO, the Sunda Ducket joins Nike's board of directors. Um, the Sunda Ducket, CEO of Chase Consumer Banking, a division of JPM Morgan Chase, has joined an exclusive club with her recent appointment to Nike's board of directors. As such, she has become the only African-American female C-suite executive to serve on the board of the 34.3 billion athletic footwear, foot, oh, the 34.3 billion dollar athletic footwear and apparel producer. So shout out to the Sunda Docket. Kwasanda Docket? The Sunda. The Sunda Docket. Fire. Yep. Salute to her. You know what I'm saying? Right Big um, facts. I'm out there. I, she got a gram or something. <laughs> I'm ready to follow I'm her. I'm sure like, you can pull her up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to definitely look into that. So I the only other thing I had was. Oh, this would be something a little treat for you. If it's loaded up. You know, if it's not, if it's stumble, forgive me, but uh, Max B tuned into uh, Joe Button's podcast. For our listener. Yeah, so once that queue up, I'll give y'all that. Max the Silver Surfer, he, he slid through on the Joe Button podcast. That yeah. shit was uh, crispy. He said he might be out of here next year. I didn't know that. He like, said he might be out of here next year, like summer next year. If he back out here, can he catch the wave? What is happening in these instances? Listen, I no comment. You know what? Fuck it. This is the era of whatever. No comment. I'm going to just let my man talk. Um, you know, because like, how is this possible, my nigga? Like, what are we talking about? I don't know, but with that being said, tax stone trial is supposed to start this week too. Okay. What you think is the? Uh, I'm not really tapped in. I just saw that. Uh, I just saw that Troy Av is just. I didn't check the Troy Av interview with Nick Cannon, but that's on my list of to dos. I've been tuned into uh, the Bumpy Johnson John on Netflix. I've been trying to get y'all in there. I don't know if what it's called. Not it's not the last dancer, but I'm not sure. But the Swiss Beach John with um Forrest Whitaker on Netflix. Open up my window again. That's the that's the that's not the <laughs> big bitch. Shout out to Joe. That's Joe my nigga. That's more than Joe cause Swiss can't carry the hook like Joe can. Right. Yeah, we from a big rich town. Open up my window again. Open up my window. That's the that's the uh, Bumpy Johnson. Though. Okay. It's just like it's just it's a like it's cool. <laughs> but it's it's dynamic. It definitely has dynamic for the show, but in comparison, I don't know if the Trey Songz version of the of the, of the Power Joint is better than that Swiss Beach. <laughs> That's the only place you can go with it because the Joe's on heavier. 
So like, but it's this this what niggas do. This is the nigga shit. The stuff I ask me, do I still celebrate Thanksgiving? I don't know if this is redundant if I just say this, but I'm gonna say it again. Celebrate what? Right. At this point, it's, estab- it's established at this point that we're are we are not celebrating the pilgrims linking up with the Indians. Like we are I mean with the Native Americans, excuse me. We are we are celebrating our family, like and our family all happening by happenstance to have a day off and we can all get together and if that's what it is, that's what we doing, like we linking up. You know what I'm saying? Like the family link up and I mean you know I don't know I don't know because you know like a lot of people were starting to lose they they those quintessential people in their family and shit that generation that's two generations from us you know what I mean like when you start losing that I mean, but it's some people who blessed. They got, they still got, they great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. R.I.P. on Sarah. I think she a 2019. Uh, she descended, you know, um, person who transitioned. That's crazy. Duval, right next to, right next to Maryland. Mallory, Sarah Johnson. Going to funerals is tough. I remember when my my grandmom, like some of her last years, like that's one of like that was like one of her pastimes was like going to funerals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be a lot of people who, you know, what I mean, she, I mean, just you know, it was just it was a lot of people that just was passing away. Like, you know, what I'm saying that went to that shit crazy. Like. But it's crazy, and I mean, I don't know, because these people, death is just, it's a part of life. <laughs> I'll leave it at that, man. Like, do you, do you got any uh, closeout things to, uh, to oh, give us for the, uh, yeah, for the closeout, for the, for the friends giving? Well, other than this Max B podcast, y'all We had, uh, oh yeah, we had, uh. Doing friends with business. Let's close it. That's the can we finale on that. Like, do you got doing business with friends? What do you got? To, what do you got to give us on that? Well, ideally, like I still always say, if you could figure it out and if it makes sense, by all means, you, you won't have it. You won't have a grander experience. Within that, you gotta have. You gotta adhere to like a code of ethics, and you gotta sometimes. You you not paying attention to that. Sometimes you sometimes you gotta adhere to a code of ethics when doing business with friends, and like you gotta realize like what the level that they might be trying to do business in in the particular industry and how they might want the business to be done for them. So if like for me, I'm gonna always go to my friends who do what they do for exactly what they do. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm always pay them at the top dollar or provide the top value. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. So it, I like, hear you in that, and it's like, I mean, I, I, I want to feel you, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I can't. I mean, I, that's I, that's much, what you that's say. Much, that's what you say you do, and that's, that's, that's cool. 
that's my truth, but you saying this makes it extremely <laughs> questionable why you're saying this. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you're choosing to cut me off and say this and then say nothing makes it extremely confusing for the listener as to what he's is really saying. Just understand that I am just as confused as you guys are as to what this nigga is saying. You feel what I'm saying? All right. And that's a fact. I mean, you can speak on it. You can elaborate. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just feel like doing business with friends, I feel like that shit is 99% of the time going to put a strain on the friendship. Like, like that shit is going to definitely change the friendship. The business aspect aspect definitely changed the friendship. Like 99%. All right, so this is the point where you give an example. I just, I mean, that's just my, that's just my take on it. I don't know. I just from feel like. From your sample pool of friends. That's, this is what you're saying. From just my perspective of viewing, oh, like, friends doing you. business. No, you, it has to be from you doing business with your sample pool. In order for this theory to have any validity, that's, this, this theory has to derive from your sample pool of No, I just, it just. Your control group. Not from shit you're seeing amongst others that you may be, may be on the point with, but maybe also, therefore, misinterpreting some different things if it wasn't just solely your perspective from your control group and pool of sample pool. Right, that's where, I, that's where I base most of my uh, research from, not from my personal experience. It's so more that's so the, from the that's world's experience. That's an excused perspective because then you... It's not excused. Yes, it is. It's not excused. I got my... Yes, it is because therefore you don't see yourself in the framework of what you're actually doing and how that resonates in the world. And you don't align... You don't seem to see the scope in which you align with people who are like you and what you're actually doing and how that translates into what this, the scheme and scope of the world is. So you're seeing what's happening and what's given to you, what's dictated to you, what's feeding to you by images or media or by ads or whatever. And you're thinking that this is what really is aside from your personal truth. You're holding that secondary. So how are you... Because how I don't understand otherwise how you can say this. You got to tell me, bro. I don't understand. I'm just saying, like, we was just talking about your man, Jay-Z and Dame. Like, was they friends or no? Like, now it's like, do we want to say that they wasn't friends? Like, or... You know what I'm saying? What was it like? So if they was friends, clearly the I business strained out their relationship. Like, no, I think that it was like, <laughs> listen, Clark can't introduce, people have introduced me, like I've been in different rooms, like I, niggas have introduced me, I've been around, I've been in Dapper Dan's crib, I never met Dapper Dan, but I've been like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, people have introduced you to people, man, like so Clark can't introduce Jay to Dame you know, they had common interests, they had common goals, they had common aspirations. They were not day ones from each other. They were both doing their thing within their era at the same time in their respective place. Jay's from Marcy did his thing at VA, did his thing at Trenton. Damon's from prep school from Harlem. His, his children of the corners were put on Big L. Damon's a legend. Right. Hove is a legend. Hove was on tour since 87. That's why I be trying to tell niggas when, when, when Hove say that Big was his brother, Always really from Brooklyn to watch watch Big come up. Before them niggas really was in high school like that, 
Hov was already out there with Jazzo for real, for real. And Buster Rhymes has been telling niggas that. So when niggas really be coming at Hov crazy, I'm like, in order, you got to be on a certain level to speak about Hov. And so that's why I wanted to hear more or less what you had to say about Michael Eric Dyson. Because at least he willing to research everything that Hov ever did and been involved in. Right. And that's the type of shit that I live because when we was all right, these were our childhood, right? We didn't have these corny ass rappers. We had these niggas. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? We, like you said, your first day rap was Snoop Dogg. This nigga's a gangster rapper. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we didn't have these niggas. Like, we didn't have, like, Lil Pump wouldn't have been my childhood favorite rapper. Right. There's no fucking way it would have ever fucking happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not no disrespect. He got some hits. The shit he got with Kanye before. Lil Pump's so fucking pure with his shit, he made Kanye go to church after that shit. You such a fucking hoe. I love it. Lil Pump ain't switch. You feel me? Kanye wants some. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just saying. Damn, that was that shit. That shit was last year, right? It was that, last year. Okay. That's a 2018 hit. <laughs> but that went into this year too, though. That's it did, right? Saying. But now this nigga is on some gospel shit. Whole different shit. shit. Right. And that's, that's where you the doubling back come into play. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the late bloomers bingo funniest shit because you definitely but but I asked you I asked you about it but you ain't really give me no response to it. I said Floyd coming back twenty twenty. We'll see. Shout out to Stacey Mayweather though. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to SLM Money Minds. You know I mean? <laughs> and shout out to the Stacey Mayweather collection. He got some sweatsuits out. You know what I mean? And shout out to Strap Shorty. I, I'm going to Mayweather. I got the retweets from the from the from the money team. <laughs> on my clothes I want to say I regret <laughs> not buying <laughs> the billion dollar baby ENT from uh from you the You cut me off. Yeah, you. I just want to throw that out there. I just want to throw that out there. That first. Yeah, I just want to. That's my closing remarks for the show. Like, you got anything else? Like you gave, Just know that I also you, if you, you, you gave somebody the bingo with no, the heavy money team rollout. No, you rolled out the whole money out. team. In twenty twenty, I already shouted out Stacey Mayweather. <laughs> so when he heard this joint, he knows that I'm the nigga who coined. Who I call Floyd Strapped Up Shorty. Strapped up shorty. <laughs> okay. So okay. If you, you hear if you hear Floyd say that after the fight, <laughs> then he not. When he come back and knock a nigga out and he say, nigga, I'm strapped up shorty, <laughs> I gave it to you first. Okay. That's my favorite remark. All right. That's what it is, man. Anything OG else? OGE's Wilder King, write your own. The late bloopers, man. We ain't even finished our brewskis. I, what, what are you talking about? Still on, still on the table. You ain't finished your brewski. Relax. <laughs> We out though, man. We we out of here, man. One hundred. <laughs>